Welcome to the Oddity Shop, where the bizarre is always on sale. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Oddity Shop, where we tell you creepy, odd, weird stories from around the globe. Although we've been we've been kind of focusing on us these last couple of weeks, but I am one of your wonderful hosts, Kara. I'm your host, Kara. Can we? Can we? I was say, can we try to be each other? But I, no, I can't do it. No, I'm Zach actually, and this is the other lovely host, Kara. I'm Kara, <laughs> and I know who I am. <laughs> Wow. Um, I bought you a gift. I can't stop. And I know I already sent pictures of it to you, too, because I'm so can't bad stop, with gifts. Can't stop. Won't stop. But I spent a good majority of the last weekend at the Renaissance Fair, and I kept looking. I know, and I couldn't I know. Go. You would have had fun. And you were so close to my house. Yeah, well, I forgot how close it is. That actually pains me because it's literally like 20 minutes away, if that. And I was at work, though. Okay, real side note, quick side note before I tell you about the gift I got you. But we, when we're driving there, I passed this, like, fire hall. I'm like, why do I know where this is? I'm like, I'm about to pass Bottoms Up. Yeah. And I passed right by the old bar. That's kind of why I asked you if you guys were going to linger or think about lingering after if you'd stay till close, because I would have just met you there. Yeah, I tried to push for that one. We ended up back in Rochester. Um, but oh, I saw. <laughs> okay, so I got you this. Um, I finally found it like as we were getting ready to leave. But it's this amazing like parasol fan, so, like a sun fan, Ugh. and it's got that old vintage shape to it. Well, it's a, more of an umbrella. No, it's a parasol ish because it's not big no, enough. No, I know, to but you said fan, fan. Oh my god, fan. umbrella. You're right. Um, yes. but it's a Ouija board print one, and I'm like, yes, Kara does is. need this in her life, so I bought it for you. It's so cute. And I just, what did I instantly say? I think you instantly said we have You're to stop. supposed to be saving oh, yeah, money. Say, we have to stop buying gifts for me. each other. <laughs> yeah. But also, I want it now. <laughs> Speaking of gifts, Carlos got me a gift. At least it wasn't one of us this time. So my husband came home. One of our friends, me, Zach and Aaron's friend, Carlos, um, they work together. But he's like, uh, Carlos? Went to the mall and bought you something. And I was like, so confused because, like, why? That's so odd. So, Carlos is obsessed with Crocs. I will not get on that bandwagon, but he was at the Croc store apparently. And, you know, gibbets are what they have a name. Go into the Croc holes. (laughs) Yeah, they go into the Croc holes. Okay. They're little like designs and figures. You know what I'm talking about, right? But they're called gibbets. And so he saw this gibbet and he's like, I know you will never wear Crocs, but you had to own this gibbet. And it is a fucking wiener dog oh, a wiener as a dog little skeleton. skeleton. How cute. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it is the cutest effing you have thing ever. And when now. I think <laughs> they are, they do have the gothic Crocs that are all black with like silver spikes out of them. I will wear those, but there I think they're like a hundred dollars. Oh so if you'd like to buy those. For no, me, I would never spend more than $5 on Crocs. Let's be honest. But how cute would this look on it those? It looks very cute. Those are actually the only Crocs I will rock. <laughs> All right. All right. So last week, maybe just a couple of days ago, actually, this will come out between our episodes. 
We promised you at the end of our spooky stories some Q&A from our listeners, and Mm -hmm. we talked way too long, which we're really good at doing. So you get another bonus episode this week with some Q&A from listener write-ins. Oh, so sad. Another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Should we... Should we just jump right into it? Should we get going? Yeah. What else do we have to talk about? I don't about? fucking know. Let's go. All right. So the first question we got written in was, why did you decide to do a podcast? Mm. Um, I think because we're both freaking weird and our conversations on the phone were getting like so wild that we thought, you know, <laughs> we're so cool and people should hear this. I think we kind of had like a moment because I remember I told you about my favorite murder which got you on podcast yes yes that's actually true i had never listened to a podcast before that and you were like you need to listen to this and i kept saying no and mind you we had been friends for years at this point but like all of a sudden one day we started talking about we had never talked about our odd paranormal weird things and we started talking and we're like yeah why have we never talked to each other about this mm-hmm and then, yeah, we got on the podcast, and then I became obsessed with it. And then we would just talk about this My Favorite Murder podcast all the time, which we still do. And then we were like, we need to do this. So in Kara's love language of gift giving, she shows up at my <laughs> my apartment one day with matching purple velvet-covered journals. Notebooks. Yes, that said Yas Queen on them. Yas Queen! And she's like, we are going to sit down and we're going to plan out this entire podcast. You know, I have that in the basement somewhere. I know I've said this on a previous episode. I'm going to dig it up and like put a picture. I, I have it somewhere. I actually have a picture of them from the night we got them I found recently. <gasps> we do! I think we wrote two pages of notes, and the biggest thing that probably took up one page, we wrote the oddity shop. Yeah. And then... Because somehow... We talked about it. Uh, I moved away. Mm-hmm. Kara got really mad. She's like, well, now we can never do the podcast. I'm like, well, first of all, technology. Well, because at that point, I don't know if people are doing podcasts virtually. No, no, they were, I think, mostly in the same room. But we we kind of joked about it in what, about almost... A year ago, probably uh, a couple more months than that, we got really serious about like, mm-hmm. well, honestly, we were both talking about the fact that we went to the bars too much and didn't have enough hobbies. And we're like, are we going to finally do this? Well, and honestly, we we're both we're both the people that are like, what is our purpose in life? And this this is not a purpose like we we wholeheartedly get that. But what I mean by purpose is like, what are we doing? Right. Like, could we do something productive with our time, our energy, our thought forms and things like that? And without getting too deep, that was kind of where it also transpired. It's like, let's let's create do something, something with yeah. this. Yeah. So And then we kind of got serious about it. And then I'm I'm like uh what's it? Instant gratification kind of person. So as soon as I got the idea, I'm like, I'm gonna buy mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy a microphone right now. She's like, Are we really gonna do this? I'm like, I don't know. I bought the microphone. Are you gonna buy one? And then I think it was And then I literally bought it. Yeah. Once we put financial, like put our money where our mouth was quite fucking literally. It started and that's happening. what we needed though. We needed to just And then even after that, we kinda like, you know, kinda like, Oh God, we can't do this. Oh, what? we went back and forth. Then we got pumped. We we hyped and hyped. And I think we wrote even a couple episodes. Like we were oh, like yeah. researching like crazy and we were just like so pumped about it. We were listening to just so many different episodes and you were doing so much research on editing and things like that. And I think that, yeah, it was like the the purchase of putting our, like you said, money where our mouth is and then really just getting so freaking excited and geeked about something. And 
I think at one point we were kind of just like, who even gives a shit if anybody listens? Because we're doing something that we think is cool and like we wanted to do. And And then about two days later, we're like, we're never going to do this. Let's just quit now. And then two days later, we were excited again. It was. I found the notebook picture. Yes, you'll have to post that. Oh, it was such a roller coaster. And then the day it first launched, oh my god, I think we both had such bad anxiety we could hardly get out of bed, and we had like four downloads. It was. Yeah, it was one of those things where you were like, "Ooh, uh, do we want to look at how many people listen?" But also, it's our first episode. Like, uh, (laughs) and we had we had more than ten on day one, which. I was shocked by. Which we were so happy about. Yeah, I was super shocked. And yeah, without keeping rambling on, that's kind of how it was. It was just our wild thoughts and experiences. And we wanted to do something (laughs) (laughs) semi-productive. And now our voices are recorded forever. All right. What's our our next question? (laughs) Um, Were you always a believer in the paranormal? I... Well, I'm... Okay, you're you're chomping. Go. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, we did just have an episode of our experiences with probably answered this, but... Uh, I would say, yeah. There there was never a time where, like, I was like, oh, no, aliens and ghosts don't exist. I 100% was like... I've always been a skeptical believer and even have trouble, like, sometimes believing my own experiences from years ago. I'm like, did that actually happen? But uh, 100%, I've always at least believed. Do you feel the most powerful and beautiful with the elements of the earth around you? Do you like one-of-a-kind jewelry? Do you sometimes feel like a woodland fairy? Me too. That's why I created Holly and Hemlock, a magical shop filled with handmade wooden jewelry and metaphysical tools. Come check out our enchanting wooden wares at www.hollyhemlock.com and join us in honoring the magic and beauty of nature with each unique creation. That's www.hollyhemlock.com. I will say that this is coming out after our experiences and I do just want to put an edit in there because I text you after and you and I were laughing because my mom's like, sweetheart, I was telling her about our episode and she's like, you did not go see E.T. in theaters because it was out (laughs) like however many years before you were born. And I was like, nope. And then I text Zach that, and he goes, "No, we I saw it in theaters." I feel so like, like it's well, apparently, like one of those things where they <laughs> like put it back in theaters because I feel like I remember maybe, but she said no. But anyway, aside from that, yes, I've always been a believer since I was a little tiny tot because there were aliens living in my <laughs> laundry room. Yeah, I can't think of a time that I didn't, and I think that I was more of a believer when i was younger as i got older i was kind of like more of a skeptic ish believer and now as you know if you're (laughs) you subscribe to this podcast i'm a full-on believer baby i don't care what it is tell me about it tell me about it it exists (laughs) it is real in some sort of realm i got you i love it which what do you got next um let's see here we have what is the scariest location that you have ever been to again we probably answered this i don't think i did actually oh mine would probably be my neighbor's house that i was telling you guys about in the last episode just because that was so i've had so many experiences there that it's like i don't know how that wouldn't be my scariest i can't think of a we don't really go to locations though yet you know what i mean like so Speak for yourself, you didn't go on my family vacations. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
this is for both of us, so I guess not really together. But yeah, like I mean, investigating. We haven't really gone to locations to investigate, so I would say probably my neighbor's house, just because it was wildly haunted. You can listen to our last episode if you didn't. I can I give details on that. But what about you? Mine was the Queen Mary. I don't know if I've ever even told oh. you. Have I told you I went on the Queen Mary? You did briefly because I was talking about Sam and Colby, and you're like, "Oh, I was on the Queen Mary," and I was like, "The." The lies that... uh, What? (laughs) Yeah, we went... um, It was a family vacation to California when my dad was working there. And we went and we did the tour and everything. Um, And I was super excited because I was obsessed with the Titanic. And it's very Titanic looking, right? Mm -hmm. But then we did like the ghost tour part of it. And I was so amped for it. How old were you? Oh, God. I mean, I I had to be 10 or less. Okay. I was... I was going to say eight. Terrified terrified like <laughs> i at one point um you know like the pool that was haunted uh it's highly highly haunted, haunted. so it's not even opened well it used to be so the the ghost tour would would go through that portion of it and going in there they had like they they put up the theatrics right like but for eight-year-old me but they had like splashing sounds and lights and like there's another room where oh there's like God. a little projector kind of ghost thing. And I was just like, I was not having it. But the vibe in there was still very... Do you remember the girl that drowned in there or was said to? I remember the story of it because that's what they were telling, but I can't remember her name. Okay, I'm going to look it up because I want to know. Wow. I'm um, jealous. You should be. Oh, Jackie. Jacqueline. Is that her name? Sounds familiar. I mean, this was 22 years ago, roundabout. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yep. That would definitely probably be the scariest for oh, sure. Yeah. If I went Terrifying. there. Wouldn't know. I want to go back though. Let's, Let's go. Let's do it. And then we're also going to go to the Winchester Mystery House while we're there. <laughs> yes. We'll just make a whole haunted road trip. Yeah. Perfect. All right. We need the story of how you became friends and the craziest venture, adventure you had. Oh God. Um. Okay. So I'll take the how you became friends. Okay. Uh. We worked with each other and i think i had gotten hired in maybe a month or two before zachary you were you were hired in 2015 right the end of it so november 2015. And i started february of 16 there you go february i said it your favorite way i love it so anyway we didn't necessarily instantly become friends because i'm very closed off and bitchy when new people come around i've gotten better at it if you listen to the last episode i talked about it i'm like very closed off because my emotions i'm gonna correct that Oh. We didn't instantly become friends. That is somewhat true. Kara yeah. would not be friends with me, and I wanted to be her friend so badly. There was like, so they <laughs> they didn't really assign me anybody to train me. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm yes, gonna just did. kind of. Well, I didn't listen, and I just followed you around. <laughs> I'm like, I want her. She seems cool, but like, you were so closed off that I was like, like I was like trying to hug a brick wall. <laughs> oh god so anyway what really i think made us become friends or solidified our friendship i i I, this is a moment in my brain we were all a bunch of us um our friend sarah and you you and her partner ashley were all going to a um uh, a drag show. It was a drag show in an old burlesque bar. Okay, so I was like, Sarah said, well, why don't you should come with us? And I'm like, okay. And Sarah and I have a really fucking cute picture of that from that oh, night. No. You and I do not have Go- one. I, for good reason. We have a cute picture because that was the era of 
this was 2016, yeah. baby. I've said about it on this podcast before, but that was the makeup era of the eyebrows, the eyelashes, the fucking lips. The and I had a sequin four lip. inch dagger nails. Oh, yes, baby. And Sarah and I have a really cute fucking picture. I'll ask her if I can post it for this episode because it was really cute. But anyway, um, so I'm like, yeah, I'll tag along. So I did. I did exactly that. And I, this is when you and I, and I just remember distinctly standing outside. You had a great night. I, you and Ashley had a great night. Sarah and I were like, these two are wild. And first out. of all, I was 22. I think I was less than a year out of college. Mm-hmm. And I had adult money for the first time. So I was having fun at the bars. You were. It, I, when I say you're having fun, I was, no, no one was mad. It was a great fucking night. You and Ashley were dancing all over. I was like loving it because I had the gays everywhere, baby, telling me what I want to hear, <laughs> that I'm pretty. And I was like, this is fabulous. And I just remember you and I standing out in the parking lot, just, you know, you when you smoked, thank God you don't anymore. And you were just... I was setting appointments for work. You were, but you were, but this is when you were like, I just have always wanted to be your friend. <laughs> Uh, really? You should have told me. I didn't know. Then, then um, I continued to drink, and you and Sarah literally one. You set so many. So appointments ma- okay, so that yeah, I'm standing day. outside smoking. I'm just setting appointments for work because we worked sales. And my last memory of the night is one of my <laughs> arms on Kara's shoulder, one on Sarah's, and you guys drop me off at my house. My roommate opens the door. Wait, can I? Wait, let me tell you first. Oh no, we did drop you off. Yes. Yep. I yeah. she opens the door and I just booped her on the nose and she looks at me and goes, mm-hmm. "Why are you covered in du- dirt and glitter?" And I'm like, "Don't ask." <laughs> so then Sarah Ashley's passed out in the back, right? She's gone, gone. She's been gone. So Sarah's driving at this point. Sarah didn't drink, and so I'm like in the passenger seat. She's like, "Do you want to get Taco Bell?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's get Taco Bell." So we're getting Taco Bell. You know what's really great about this whole entire story is that while we're getting Taco Bell, we were talking about my husband, who was not my husband, nor was I dating him. Weird. We were talking about how amazing he is. And Sarah's like, he just really needs to find somebody like great. Like Aaron is a great human. I love him. I've known him for so long and he's just like so great. And he just needs to find somebody great. And I'm like, yep, Ash is passed out. I'm just shoveling Taco Bell in my mouth. I'm like, just take me to my car. I want to go home. (laughs) Wow. So many things were set in motion that night. (laughs) Okay, so that's how we met. Uh, what's our craziest adventure? Um, okay. I would say, since we're drawing a blank right now, um, I think it's our podcast. Yeah. And I know that might be a cop-out. I don't think so. I mean, it's... We've had a lot of um, intoxicated adventures that we probably don't want to share No, here. A lot of great times. But I think this is our craziest adventure. I mean, we're coming up on the year of it right now, and we've made over 50 freaking episodes. We went to Paracon. We've started to meet. I think also, like, not only the adventure you and I have had, but, like, the talks I've had with friends or people in my life who I didn't even think were into this. That's kind of what I mean by this, is that I think this is our craziest adventure together and solely because... there's nothing I can compare. And we've very publicly come out of uh, the creepy closet now, you know? And it's just like... I feel like it's almost like a more authentic version of us that we've been living. It is. And like you've even said something, you're like, oh my God, I don't even know what you said to me the other day. Like you're really embracing your creepy. And I'm like, well, I I just kind of feel like I can. Like I've come out of the closet. It's great. Like people always knew I was creepy. Like I've never really hit it, but now I'm just really like (laughs) full force, baby. All right. 
another right. listener right in well these are all listener questions but what what is your favorite story okay if we're going book story i don't know what we're going Ooh. but if we're going book story um i think i've briefly mentioned this but i was like a fr- i think in our ep- we might have taken this down like our intro episode because it was like cringy but when i was in elementary school there was this book i don't know why i was in our library but it it probably shouldn't have been because it's like beyond not for little kids even though it is and it's called in a dark dark room and other scary stories and I actually had to rebuy it and I had to buy it on Amazon, but I had to get like a used, I was going to say used episode, <laughs> a used book because they, I don't think they make it anymore, yeah. but it's called The Green Ribbon. And I know I've told you about it. And one day maybe I'll read it on the podcast. Essentially, it's this wonderful girl that falls in love on the playground or when she's little and she has like this green ribbon tied around her neck. And I'm not going to give any more. You guys can go look it up. And that is my favorite story as in book story for going that right, route. I'll, I'll go you? that route too then. Um, and we actually okay. were just talking about this. My favorite childhood story was there's a monster at the end of this book. And hmm? we learned something pretty <gasps> yes! interesting from another podcaster actually at Paracon. Oh yeah. So there's um, apparently two versions. Now, I remember... The book is being it. So it's Grover from the Muppets Sesame Street, Sesame Street. Don't know why I got that confused, but he's trying to like keep you from turning the pages because he doesn't want you to see the monster at the end of his book. And I've always remembered it as being Grover. But apparently there was another version that at the end had like a mirror and you were the monster at the end of the book, which I think is incredible, right? We're all just monsters. Darknessradioshow.com was his website. Yeah, and that gets to his podcast. Uh Awesome podcaster, yes. though, and gave us some um, He was tips. so incredible. I mean, he just sat and talked to us anyway. But yeah, when he told you the alternate ending, you were I shook. I was shook. And now I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to go find like my childhood copy of it. Because I have <laughs> a copy as an adult, and it's definitely Grover at the end. Shit! We were supposed to do that when we were at your house. Okay, All right. Anyway. I, uh, this one's just for Kara. Um, if you could have undeniable proof of either aliens or ghosts, which one and why? Oh... Oh, what? Undeniable proof of either aliens or ghosts. Mind you, this is Kara's question because she believes everything. Undeniable proof, I think I would go aliens. I, yeah. And the only reason that I would say that is because I just think there's so much more evidence and things like that about spirits and there's shows about it. And, you know, there's so much equipment for you to like hone in on it and get your evidence that you want. Where aliens, there's not, right? There's just like conspiracies and there's like the government's all this and like blah, 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 things like that. So I would like the aliens to abduct me. <laughs> don't don't probe me. Don't do anything crazy. But like, I would like the undeniable proof of aliens versus like ghosts or spirits because I think we already have enough. Not of that. that there's any right or wrong answers, but I think that was the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think most people would kind of go with that, to be honest. Um, okay. Well, I have a question just for Uh-oh. you, but I know the answer, but which is your favorite cryptid and why? Oh. Now, what if I were supposed to say, what if I say, though, I'm going to switch it up. You can't say Mothman. Oh, but it has to be Mothman. Mothman's my boy. Okay, tell me why. Tell me why Mothman. And, and then, then an alternate. Okay. Mothman. So, yes, I, as a kid, okay, my bedroom door was angled in such a way that if I opened it an inch, 
I could see the entire living room TV. My parents loved horror movies. And I started watching the Mothman prophecies <laughs> from there. And I was like scarred at a young age. So then I got a little bit older and I rewatched the whole movie. And I was like terrified by the Mothman for some reason. Right. And people always said it was like, oh, it wasn't him. It was Sandhill Cranes, whatever. I was terrified of the Mothman for years and years. Then I almost got dumped out of my kayak by a Sandhill Crane. And I'm like, agent of the Mothman. And now you have a and, fear of them. But it's like, I don't know where it changed from this fear to me being just absolutely obsessed with him, but he is my favorite, so, favorite cryptid. I don't either, because I threatened when we used to work with each other that I was going to just mail you something of the Mothman in the mail. And you were like, I will never. You were so, so serious. You said, that's not funny. I will never speak to you again. <laughs> we are not friends. And you were dead serious. And I was like, oh, shit. I think it's a podcast. Once we kind of started this, we started like well, exploring was, things and like really doing our research I, and stuff. I it think was that's kind of when before. I heard that you changed. I had just started tune. to embrace it. Because then it's like, well, when you fear things, <laughs> you want it. So I started watching every documentary and everything else. True. And my perspective changed of him being the thing that caused the bridge to collapse to the omen. Right. Oh, and he's almost yes. like a warning sign. So I changed. And I was a warning angry. sign. If I had to pick however, a second. Uh, oh. how, wait, I was going to say, however, you have not changed about the Sandhill no, Cranes. No, I still hate and them. When I send you pictures of Sandhill Cranes, you just say, bitch. Still the devil's bird. Um, okay, but if you had to pick one aside okay. from our wonderful Mothman. Um, that's a lot harder. Um, ba, 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 I know. Ba, if I had to pick another cryptid. <laughs> I want everyone, I wish everyone could see. Zach has his eyes closed. And his like because there's, fingers on his nose, like he's it's like I want to say so Nessie, hard. but that's and like he's too looking much. around his. Oh, room. I have so much cryptid stuff around here. Um, mm -mm. Nessie's a cop out because that could literally just be an aquatic animal that we have right. discovered. Okay, why am I having such a hard time with this? Uh, okay, you could Bigfoot, yeah. but now we think you and I kind of think Bigfoot is like an, an um, what is it called? Inter interdimensional being. Interdimensional. Um. Oh my god, why can't I think of any... Right, like now that I'm put on the spot, I can't think of a cryptid. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, okay. I got it. Yeah. It would be Kay. the North Michigan Dogman. Oh, Dogman! Because like, we used to go hunting for him in high school and like that song was everywhere. I got the the poster signed by the guy who made it. That I need to do an episode on the Michigan Dogman. Yeah, we've talked about this. I'm convinced I saw him once going to my friend's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't tell Man. the story. Save nope. it um cool okay. that that's the questions we promised you last episode but you know we chat we tell stories we keep going uh we would love more questions in the future yes we would and then we also need more stories uh we have another oh, yes, we another submission the second paranormal postcards is starting to get together so a couple more mm -hmm. and you get more bonus episodes. We're just going to keep pumping them out. Yes. And um, I really want to shout out and thank Mariel for always commenting and liking and loving everything. And then also Jacob. I don't know if I want to give your handle out to everybody, but you know who you are. Jacob R. You know who you are. You're always liking and sending us stuff. And we really appreciate it. And thanks for the questions you guys answered or asked. Uh, we just really appreciate yeah. it. And everybody else that asked us questions. We're just shouting at each other in an empty room, hoping you guys like it. So the the interacting with us just completely makes our day. It solidifies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kara. See us out. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, if we die, we're going to haunt you. <laughs> and <laughs> keep on doing what you guys are doing so that we can keep on doing what we're doing. But most importantly... Creep it real, yadballs.
Uh, goodbye. Bye.